Hey everyone, welcome back to Navigating Netflix Originals. As always, I am Madison, and as always, I am joined once again by Jamie. Hello. And we apologize for the <laughs> month hiatus that we've been on. <laughs> yeah. over, over the holiday times, we were both traveling to different areas of the state and just never lined up. The stars never aligned correctly for us to record before this weekend. They did not. Well, but, probably we could have recorded last weekend, but well, we didn't because we were lazy. <laughs> Full disclosure. True. This is true. <laughs> but um, now but... we are back. We are back to ring in the new year, yes. and uh, as we discussed many moons ago, we are <laughs> continuing with uh, Black Mirror. We are. But since, <laughs> the, since something spectacular came out at the end of December, which is Black Mirror Vandersnatch, that Vandersnatch. is what we will be discussing this week. And- we won't even discuss the fact that the title has the word snatch in it. We're just going <laughs> to glaze old, right over top of that. The old snatch. <laughs> so as always, you've, you've listened to us before. This episode will contain spoilers. So if you haven't yes. watched Bandersnatch yet, stop. Go watch it right now. And Jamie and I did not watch the episode together. And if you're familiar at all with this movie it is an interactive one where you get to select your own story basically that throughout the episode they'll be given you'll be given the option to make choices and so jamie and my experience are both different and probably our experiences will be different from yours as well while watching it so the point of all this is that <laughs> there might be spoilers in you know storylines that we've watched that you have not seen yet. So just be forewarned that that could happen. Right. And we may even <laughs> surprise each other with the information that we've discovered so far. Exactly. So unless you've spent like 10 hours going through <laughs> every possible scenario with this um, show, there's a chance that something's going to come up that you haven't seen yourself yet. And just be okay with that. Yeah. <laughs> or don't listen to this episode. Exactly. Those are your two choices. <laughs> uh, so before we dive in, I thought it would be interesting to share some uh, Bandersnatch fun facts that were tweeted by yes. the uh, at See What's Next uh, Twitter account, which is Netflix account to tell us what's up. Um, so this uh, <laughs> film, or a long episode, if you will, of <laughs> Black Mirror took more than a year to plan. That makes sense. (laughs) The script was 157 pages versus normal Black Mirror scripts that usually run around 65. Oh, wow. It was filmed over 35 days. That's it? That's it. And uh, there are over a trillion permutations. I did read that. I wasn't sure if that was like an exaggeration on the article's part or (laughs) (laughs) if there's actually over a trillion different combinations, but... I think there must be because like the thing I'm not we'll, good at math and we'll t- oh me neither and <laughs> I haven't done math since high school uh but the thing that and we'll discuss this I'm sure as we get into our discussions of the of what we saw is that this movie is so interesting in that like some of your choices although some of the choices are not really heavily impactful they nevertheless change small aspects of every single scene right in, in a way so there's right. there's sort of a callback to things that you chose at the beginning of the movie and it's kind of f- one of the fun things is try to find the easter eggs that sort of like point to your choices that you've made right um, and so i can see I pro- how you could ultimately get to a bunch of permutations i don't know if a trillion is <laughs> i mean 
I guess if they're saying it, it's <laughs> yeah. probably true, right? <laughs> um, and I think that both of us have watched this at more than once. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> like from start to finish and then at the end you also get the option to go back and like change choices and we've both done that so like we've we've experienced a lot of different you know outcomes and storylines with this and we haven't discussed it at all yet with each other so it'll be a surprise as to what choices we made um during my first watch i did write down every choice that i made um but i didn't after that because it just became too overwhelming (laughs) there was during the first watch through i there was 26 different choices that i made during the the show i guess yeah and I, so like that just kind of gives you an idea as to like you really are kind of in control of this show right to an extent <laughs> and the exactly and the number of choices you get does depend on selections you've made so right although it is always like a uh the choice of two different things then you have the 10 seconds to choose sometimes you are locked into a choice meaning that if you choose one something will play out but then it'll almost immediately give you the reaction to go back and redo something. Right. At least that's, and I encountered that a couple of times. So did I. And I also encountered like during my second rewatch, if I ch- selected different choices to begin with, and then I came to, you know, a choice that I'd already made, like the options would be different. Yeah. Like I wouldn't have the same two selections as I'd had on my previous watch through. So like, even though you're only presented with two choices at the time, there are actually more choices that you could encounter in that scenario, depending right. on what you picked up before, picked to do before that point. Right. If that makes sense. <laughs> it does to me. <laughs> uh, and it probably does to you guys as well, if you've watched it more than once like we have. <laughs> yeah. And so uh, if you have seen the episode, you know the general storyline, but for those who are listening cold and just are curious about the film and whether or not they want to watch it, the general storyline follows a character called Stefan Butler uh, and is based in 1984 and the premise is that Stefan is a game developer and he has developed a game called Bandersnatch based on a uh, choose-your-own-adventure book that he picked up uh, from his mother's belongings or something. Yeah. And so the story ultimately uh, starts with him um, meeting with a software-developing company called Tuckersoft, and he's trying to get his game on the market. Right. And then all of your choices have a dramatic impact on what happens after that. <laughs> yeah, like pretty much no matter what you choose before he arrives at the office, you're going to still arrive at the office. But Correct. beyond that, like you can really influence the outcome of the the story. Um, Before we start discussing it, yeah. did you have any experience with either reading Choose Your Own Adventure books or playing Choose Your Own Adventure video games before watching this show you know i was trying to think about this and i know that at one point i had a choose your own adventure book but i can't i have no memory of ever actually going through the whole process and like finishing a story (laughs) that is like my exact answer (laughs) i know i had one in my house when i was younger but i don't remember ever reading it right and i definitely never played a video game like this where you i don't even i'm sure they exist they have to exist. yeah they must um but like i've never and I, I don't even know that it like necessarily like that i would go and pick up a choose your own adventure book at this point even after watching it it's not something that like super appeals to me but that being said i would still definitely recommend watching bandersnatch even if it's not like the idea of a choose your own adventure book or game isn't something that 
appeals to you strongly because it's it's the experience is definitely worth it absolutely and uh we'll get to this as we go further but there's it's even uh more intriguing given the fact that there's like an added layer to your role in the film so it's not just it's not ultimately purely a you choose this and this and stuff happens that that is what it is but there's also a point where you're dealing with sort of like the mental issue of the character which integrates different things so definitely check it out even if you don't like black mirror i don't know why you're listening to this episode but thank you (laughs) if you are but if you even if you don't like black mirror this is if you just like us then want to hear us talk that's fine (laughs) then thanks uh but uh, i think it would be interesting to to check out all right well how should how should we begin should we talk about what we what ending we came to on our first watch through first and kind of work back from there oh my goodness yeah i suppose okay i mean we don't have to do it that way (laughs) no that works (laughs) i'm kind of interested what what when you got done with your first ending where did you where did you end up before you started re redoing things and making new choices so the first ending that i got if i can remember correctly So, well, it's hard to say, where do we start? I guess like before you, the ending that you came to before you had to redo anything, like before you, does this make sense? Yeah, (laughs) well, you start, but I I mean, there are a lot of things that go into the ending, so. It is. Before I had uh, the option to re-select any choices, the first ending um, that I came to was that Stefan had killed his father and buried the body in the backyard okay. and gone to jail. Like that was like, oh, that and was that's kind end. of where it ends at that point. It shows him in jail and you get the option at that point to either go back and make a change yeah. or um, conti- or like go to and exit to credits, I think was the, the other option. But okay. <clears throat> And then that ending, there are a number of variations on depending on other choices. Right. And they always start with, him watching a news broadcast of a review of his game from person (laughs) and then he's etching a symbol which is referenced throughout the show uh which if you have seen season two episode two of black mirror you'll recognize as the white bear symbol from that episode okay we see i watched it with my boyfriend and we knew that symbol was had shown up in at least one other episode but we couldn't remember which which episodes it had been in yeah so um white bear we won't go into that but it's a it's an interesting episode and you can see how there's this tie-in with the uh, the artifice or like the idea that you have a choice yeah but in reality you don't right so it's interesting um okay so you had that one the ending that i got um what i ultimately decided upon (laughs) was that uh so Stefan did kill his dad as well and mine, but I decided to um, have him chop up the body. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) After after I buried the body, like when I got to the end, the option was to go back and change like what we did to the body, you know, like, do you want to go back and chop it up instead? So that was like the second ending that we came to then was after we chopped up the body. (laughs) Right. And when you chop up the body... Uh, it's kind of funny because at this point, Stefan has become sort of aware that he's being observed or he's being watched in a way and that his actions aren't really his own. And when you choose uh, the Barry option, he essentially talks to the viewer and just says something like, okay. 
But right. when you choose chop up the body, he's like, oh, God, really? <laughs> like, oh, come on. <laughs> and then there's these scenes where he's chopping up the body and he's talking to his therapist and saying that his dad wanted on vacation. And the end of that is you see his he's working on Bandersnatch still, but his his debt, his dad's head yeah. is on his dresser, just sort of like watching him do it. Yes. And uh, the cool thing about that one is that uh, as you progress through the credits, you reach a scene where uh, this program developer is working on releasing Bandersnatch like years afterwards. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> and uh, the person working on it is actually Pearl Rittman, who is Colin's daughter, who we see if you choose to follow Colin later or earlier right. in the movie. Um, so it's uh, and I think ultimately the Bandersnatch of back in the day uh, after you kill it, chop up his dad gets a five out of five, which is right. And I think that unless, um, as far as all the different endings that I saw, the only time that the game gets a five out of five by the video game reviewer is in the storyline where he chooses to kill and chop up yeah. his father, because when he buries it, he's arrested for murder before he can finish the video right. game. So it never actually gets completed. But when he chops it up, he's able to keep the murder secret long enough that he's able to finish the video game and it gets released, but then it's pulled off the shelves later after um, they realize that he had killed his father. Like the video game company takes it back off the shelves, which is why, um, as Jamie said, like there's a re-release of it later on happening. Right. And it's kind of interesting with the Pearl when Pearl's working on the game because you get to see her working a little bit on the development and the initial scene is actually the opening part of this episode. You see uh, Stefan in bed waking up and then there's a malfunction and she destroys her computer or you pour coffee on it or whatever. Right. But <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so... Um, Okay, so already we made sort of different choices when we did this. <laughs> Although we kind of, during your first watch through, did you follow Colin or go into the therapy? I followed Colin. Yeah, so did I. <laughs> and did you have him take the drugs or not? I had him take it, yeah. So I did too, and then I was curious on a rewatch and chose not to take it. Yeah, because me too. <laughs> So one of the recurring themes is that Pax, this demon, uh, was plaguing... Uh, uh, the author of Bandersnatch, uh, Jerome F. Davies, and sort of led to his madness. And Pax is represented by this sort of lion-esque demon-looking thing. And if you look at the acid tabs or the LSD or whatever he's taking, it has a little, like, lion head on it. Yep. And so I was like, oh, no, it's Pax, after I chose that option. <laughs> and, um, but ultimately, uh, if you don't, if you choose not to do the drugs, um, it, he just gets his teeth spiked with it anyway, so... Right, yeah, so it follows down the same scenario that he gets he gets drugged. Um, so this is an interesting thing that I noticed. So we we chose to follow Colin and we said yes to the drugs and then we had Colin be the one to jump yeah. and not and not Stefan. But then towards the end, if you choose the chop up the body storyline, there's back. like a scene of like at the very end there's a scene where they show the um colin in the office with the yeah. boss talking like he's alive yeah <laughs> so, like, i'm like is this 
this can't be a mistake. Black Mirror is too good for that. <laughs> but it's interesting because, yeah, uh, after you have Colin jump and sort of restart the day or whatever and like continue on, there are a lot of scenes alluding to the fact that Colin has just vanished. And his, right. his partner Kitty is in the office being like, where's Colin? Who's Stefan? Right. And like all this stuff. But yeah, I found that odd too because when it shows Colin suddenly, I was like, what? Right. I thought I, I, thought I killed him in this reality, but okay. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and I think... Uh, uh, there's just so much I have to say about whether or not we actually have any control over what happens in yeah. this story. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because like I, I spent two hours yesterday and about another two hours this morning yeah. kind of going through it. That's about how much and, time I've spent on it too. <laughs> and so much the show tries to guide your decisions yeah. towards you know, Stefan kind of going crazy, following Colin, you know, kind of going deeper and deeper down the rabbit hole until he loses his mind and kills his father. Like that's that's the direction that the show wants you to go. And when you pick choices that are that don't line up with that, it keeps coming back to them right. and asking, like, do you are you sure you don't want to do this? Are you sure you want to, you know, not talk about your his mother you exactly know, yeah i was really, gonna mention like, that one yeah <laughs> it really like tries to guide you down those in the endings when you don't when you are insistent and you don't choose that path are very like kind of anticlimactic it'll just jump like all oh, right five months later the video game's out and it didn't do well and yeah. Stefan just wants to redo it over like that's like he just wants to try again kind of thing and then you get sent back to the beginning to pick right. different choices <laughs> so like do we really have any control over the ending or not <laughs> right I think and now I don't know if you got this ending but the only I guess there are two endings where uh alternate endings that I found that show you have a little bit of control and one of them uh, really plays up the fact that when Colin is in, like, when they're in like the sort of drug induced whatever, and he's talking about being able to like walk through time and stuff like this, mm-hmm. there's a point where you can actually, like, Stefan does go back in time. Yes, yeah. He's a I little kid. <laughs> he like knows, he like pays attention to know where the rabbit is. Yep. And if you go into this, you know, the, uh, uh, the study, that's always locked from his dad and you type in toy you get the thing back and he gets to put the rabbit back in its spot and so like uh we didn't say this earlier but if you've watched it you know um his mother died when he was five because he made her late to the 8:30 train she had to take the 8:45, and it derailed and killed everyone right. um and so in that storyline if you choose uh to put it back you actually go with her to, yep. on the train and then both Stefan and his mother die. And that that is the weirdest of it all of the endings because like then it kind of comes back to modern day and he's just sitting in his therapist's office and he just dies in yep. the chair. Exactly. So it's not he didn't really die when he was five years old. He died somehow in his head at present day. <laughs> right. Yeah. So that that is by far the weirdest ending that I came to. <laughs> yeah. So the I would have to say that <clears throat> the most fun ending that I got to, and I'm curious if you had this choice, is when he realizes that someone's trying to communicate with him and you're choosing options on the computer to show either the the white bear symbol or you can have it say PAX, P-A-C-S, mm-hmm. or... Netflix. Netflix. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> and of course I selected that. Oh my God. So the first time I played through it, or played through it, as if it's a game, the first time I went through I it, I only had the options of Pax or the White Bear. Same here, yeah. Okay. And then when I went through again, I was like, Netflix? And I was, <laughs> I was really excited. I know. <laughs> and that part is so cool because it's like you're directly talking to him being like, this is a streaming service from the 21st century. I control right. your actions. <laughs> and um, that ending is so fun because like the therapist just being like, now wouldn't this have a little more action if this were an actual like Netflix film? Or right. Whatever? And then you have the two options, yes or fuck yeah. And either <laughs> one starts a fight sequence. And I right. love that so much. And that, um, that ending just kind of ends with him being dragged out of the building by his father with this like really crazed, demented look on his face. <laughs> he's like, that's for me and my friend from the future, you psychiatric fuck or something. Right, something like that. <laughs> and uh, the cool thing, though, is that like you have an option not to fight her. Did you choose that option? I... Did I have that choice? It was uh, <clears throat> when she. Oh wait, yes, I did. No, I clicked fight. Ah. What did... So if you click, th- there's two options. It's fight her or jump out the window. Okay, okay, and yeah, I clicked fight. If you click jump out the window, Stefan tries to open the window, and like the entire thing, uh, there's a the director calls uh, stop, and he's they're like, what are you doing? What are you trying to do? And he's like, the the window. I'm trying to get out the window, and they're like that's not on the script. The script is that you fight her. The windows don't open, you know, they're not real. Right. And then they're like, I think they call him Mike or something as if that were the (laughs) actor's name. And he's just like, Stefan. And like, they're like, maybe you should sit down and stuff like that. So ultimately it's kind of like, did Stefan like just tumble into an alternate reality where like, it's not him, but he still thinks he is or has the actor sort of gone crazy. Uh, So that was probably, one of the most curious endings that I saw. That yeah, I really appreciated. That, that's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> so like one of the things I tried to do on um, one of my watch throughs from it, like through it was to try to figure out if there was a happy ending. Like if yeah. there was a way that you could somehow select all the options for him to both successfully release the video game and not go crazy and <laughs> kill his father. Right. And I was not able to come to that conclusion. He's a, you are able to get it so that he releases the video game, but the reviews are poor. Yeah. Um, or, you know, either, either that or like, he just goes crazy. Like those are pretty much the two paths, um, that you can choose or, or he dies. Right. <laughs> like exactly. those, those are kind of the only three options. Either he dies in the past, he dies by jumping off the, roof with colin i did i did choose that same did you do that yeah Yeah. (laughs) um or the video game gets released and he doesn't go crazy but the video game doesn't do well it's got gets really poor reviews yeah or the video game does well but he loses his mind (laughs) like those seem to be the only did you come to anything different besides the ones that we've already talked about that were a little bit strange no i think that's i think that's it there's only um yeah, those are the only endings I got. There were a couple okay. of, like dream sequences that I got differently, like one where you uh, when you're trying to like open the safe in the study with the three letters, you can put in uh, JFD for oh. Jerome F. Davies and like behind him just comes like a screaming Jerome F. Davies and he wakes up. Oh. <laughs> um, but uh, oh, on the one where he buries the body, yeah did you ever come to an ending where 
the dog in the end digs up the body? Yeah. Oh, you did? Yeah. Okay, I didn't see that at all. Oh. Like, what well, happens to you when, when you're At least not the explicitly. Uh, I always just hear the, like, he's digging, he's digging, and then you hear the sirens and he's picked up. Oh, no. For me, both times when I chose Bury the Body, um, that's, like, how he gets caught is he goes, like, the very beginning of the movie, you see the dad looking yeah. out into the rose garden at the dogs digging up his garden. And then you have, like, that same view of the garden where he, the son, Stefan, goes over and he, you see the dog digging up the dead body. And then it just kind of cuts to him being in jail watching, like, that the game was never really finished because he was arrested for murder kind of thing gotcha. before it could be finished. So that must depend on what choices you make <laughs> for like when he's talking to Tucker and uh, on the phone or whether or not he calls his psychiatrist or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Um, because yeah, for me, it was just like, he just <laughs> murdered a lot of people. So like <laughs> whenever it got to that, he was just like finishing, like patting down the dirt and the sirens come. But I was oh. curious about the dog because I knew because we, after I watched through the first time and we had the bury the body option, I was like, there has to be something with that dog because like they wouldn't reference that at the beginning of the show. Right. If that weren't pertinent in some way. And it kind of shows like the cyclicity of time to be like at the time that the dog is digging, like there's a very good, likelihood that the body is somehow already there right you know it's yeah no that's i i never got the one with just the sirens so interesting interesting um <laughs> but like what what small choices did you make at the beginning and did you notice <laughs> if they made any difference at all like the serial choice the music choice did you notice them making any difference in the storyline just very small differences so the first uh which serial did you choose at the beginning um, the first time I chose Frosties, and then the second time I chose Sugar Puffs. <laughs> That's exactly what I did. The only, I didn't see any, I didn't notice any difference in like the storyline, but I did notice that after he gets the documentary on the tape and he puts it in, there's a commercial playing before he starts playing the documentary about John F. Davies. And that commercial is either Sugar Puffs or Frosties, depending oh. on what you chose. <laughs> I didn't notice that. Yeah. And, um... And then the other choice we have is, I have to say that when we have to choose Frosties or Sugar Puffs, I love the dad's like, both seem a bit kitty wink to me or whatever, like <laughs> weird word he uses. I was like, I love that. I don't think I've ever eaten either one of those cereals. <laughs> I mean, I guess I had, I've had, fro you've not had Frosted Flakes? I don't think so. <gasps> My, My parents didn't buy a oh, cereal as a child. We oh, had we like own, yeah. We had like puffed wheat and puffed rice. <laughs> That's it was fair. like super healthy shit. That's so. good. Yeah, no, I had a bunch of garbage. So, frosty, frosted flakes, or maybe they're just called frosties in the 80s or in the UK. I don't know. But uh, yeah, those were a staple. Um, okay. The other option we had is for which tape to play. Yeah. Like when he's choosing on the bus. Which one now did you choose? Two. You I cho chose now two the first time <laughs> and then the Thompson twins. The okay, I did the I did the opposite. And like when I choose the Thompson Twins, I was like, damn, I kind of like this. Like, yeah. this is some good music. <laughs> um, but it's interesting during that scene because like as he's driving by and this scene is uh, in the very beginning when he's on the way to the office to pitch his idea or whatever. We see on um, a billboard sign the white bear symbol and it says no future or something. Mm. Like so like, you know, it's kind of interesting, a little thing that once you finally see the glyph symbol later in the show, you're like, oh, my God. <laughs> I've seen that somewhere. Right. Um, and then the only difference I could tell with the Thompson Twins versus um, 
uh, actually, I don't think there's any difference with that one, <laughs> except for like the music playing over the sequence of him on the bus. Right. Um, but then there's a point when you like you tell Colin what your music preference is, and either way, he says, "Here's a list." Right. His recommendations, I think, are the same because he still has the option later on to choose between the Bermuda Triangle and what was the second option? There's like Fedra. Or something. Yeah, something like that. Uh, I think that's the I album had... name. I don't remember who the person was. Dream yeah, something. And I think, did you notice any changes with those? No, I yeah. didn't. Other than, like, you know, he takes it home and he plays that record then at his house. But... Right, and you have, like, the coding montage of his decline in mental right. state. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, so the only thing I notice is that, and I noticed this on my second watch through, is when you were in Colin's apartment, there is a poster in the background of either, at least when I saw it, I had chosen the Bermuda Triangle and there was a Bermuda Triangle poster in the background. Oh, okay. So I, I don't know, because I wasn't paying attention the first time through when I picked Fedra, whether or not right. that's consistent. But given the Frosties thing, I would assume that it probably is. It probably changes, yeah. Yeah. So it's, um, yeah, it's cool to see those like little changes that are really like meaningless in a way. And yet they're in there. And yeah, they're somehow also influencing it because I think depending on, now I haven't confirmed this, but I think depending on what small choices you make, that affects what choices you get later on for different options, such as like, you know, when you have the the options to like pull on, pull earlobe or, you know, bite fingernails. Like I think those options change depending on like what small choices you make at the beginning. That would make sense. so that's interesting. I was, um, before we move on from the music yeah. real quick, I was just looking at my notes and uh, there's a point where if you've chosen Thompson Twins and you refuse the um, thing, uh, is this when that was? The no, never mind. Okay. <laughs> Forget <laughs> that. We've already spoken about it. It's what Colin says when you, or what uh, Stefan says when Colin asks what music he listens to. Anyway. Okay. Well, no. I, well, speaking of like him refusing to yeah to work in the office, the first my first watch through, I told him to accept. Me it. too, because he was and, so excited. Right. So like I'm like, oh well, you know, accept it and see where it goes. And like Colin just says, "Sorry, mate, wrong path." Yeah. And walks, you know, out, and then like the show jumps straight to the end, and it shows like the game's been released, and it's poor, poor reviews. I think it's and zero out of five or something. It's yeah, it's pretty low. And Stefan's just sitting on the couch and he says, I want to try again. And then you're as the viewer, you're sent back to the beginning to make a different choice. Like and and you notice that like Colin seems to have like in the it when the very first time before I said accept, Colin hadn't read that book. He hadn't read right. that. But like when you go back the second time, he has read it. Yeah. So like it's sort of like it, it the fact that you accepted the first time and then get sent back changes Colin somehow. <laughs> it does because also during that we it's like a really quick montage of like the morning and all that stuff and then you get to the office where he's looking at Colin's game nosedive yep. and Colin turns to him and says we've met before. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. he's and he's just like someone's like no, but then he <laughs> knows the problem. Like when when nosedive crashes, he's like oh it's a buffering right. issue. And Colin's just like, oh. So, yeah, yeah it's, I really liked those little hints that, like, you think that you've got to restart the game, but you haven't. Like, you're still right. just going down the hole. Yeah. And, like, Colin is the one character who seems to be 
aware of the fact that they are tumbling down a rabbit hole and like very confident in that in a way like he's not afraid to embrace the insanity and he's trying to he's trying to help Stefan to like understand the craziness that they're living in but he's never he's not ultimately able to do that i would argue but colin is a very interesting character he's super interesting did you get to the ending where he's decided to bury his dad uh, he says, yes, I'll have the game done. And then Colin comes to his house instead of Tucker. Or did no. you get one where either of them came to the house? I got one where Kitty comes to the house looking what? for Colin. <laughs> Wait, tell me about this ending. I haven't seen that one. <laughs> so like, yeah, he's he kills his father and he tells um, Tucker that he'll have the game on time. And he gets a knock at the door as he's like working on dragging the body out of the house and he goes over and kitty's standing there and kitty's looking for colin and she says like you know have you seen him tucker told me that you know you and that you do you see a scene of her in the office talking to tucker's the boss right yeah Mm -hmm. okay (laughs) i'm saying his name right um (laughs) and tucker says well i know he was in contact with the Stefan guy and Kitty doesn't remember yeah. ever meeting Stefan and she doesn't remember seeing Colin jump mm-hmm. and she's looking for him and she can't find him. And so your options are either to tell her that you don't know, you haven't seen him or to tell her that he jumped. So I, I selected to tell her that he jumped and she just, she doesn't understand it. He's like, you were there, you saw it, you looked over the balcony and you saw him dead. And she's like, you know, you're wrong. That never happened. Oh, wow. <laughs> so that was the ending I came to with that. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay. So for me, I had initially when he called, when Tucker calls, I had him say, no, I won't be able to get it done. So then Tucker storms over to the house. Oh. Tucker sees the body and then it's pretty much like an ending where he's like, oh, no. And then yeah. it cuts to, like, the jail scene where he's like, he, you know, is like, Tucker yeah. was killed and all this. Um, or if you say yes, and I guess if Colin's still around, uh, he says, oh, the kid said he'll be able to get it in. And, and Colin's like, oh, good. Just give him a little bit of time. And he's like, I don't believe him. You should go go help him with it. So yeah. Colin comes to the house, runs straight upstairs to, like, the work area. And then there are two options there uh either you can kill colin like stab him or you can let colin go and so if you let him go he gets arrested uh stefan gets arrested and that's it if you decide to stab him though it plays into that idea that colin knows exactly what's going on because he's like ah really mate and uh, he's like, well, don't use that because that stings a little bit. So he searches around his room for a blunt object and finds <laughs> like this trophy. And he's like, here, use this. This is a little bit better. And he just sort of like bows his head in front of him. And he's like, well, are you going to do it or what? And then he like bludges him to death. And he oh still ends up in the jail scene. But it's right. like, it's, oh man, it's so interesting <laughs> to see like all the different options. I, and there has to be options that neither one of us have come to as well. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> That's interesting, yeah. Because the second, my second time that I watched through it, I didn't have the option of anybody coming to the door at all. Nobody knocked. Um, he mm-hmm. contemplates calling his psychiatrist. Yeah. And I, I think I, I said yes, but then like it wants you to enter the number, and I, you're like you actually have to type in a five-digit yeah. number, and I didn't know what it was. Yeah. I guess because I didn't type in the right one. Okay. <laughs> So then it just goes to like, you know, this number is not 
valid kind of thing and he just goes about with chopping up the body then <laughs> oh wow okay so i actually did know the number and... oh, how did you know the number where is it from <laughs> so it's actually like the montage gives it to you because they're because uh whenever they would to talk to his therapist she'd be like you know contact me if you ever know the number and then he's like remembering the different times she said numbers oh. and i can't remember exactly what the numbers are but it's like two five oh something or the other and okay. so if you put it in it does call directly to the office and he starts at least for me he started talking about packs and he's like i know what everyone's doing i know i'm being observed and the receptionist is like well the th- therapist is out but i <laughs> i don't know what you're talking about and then he's like i've already killed my father and tell her that i'm going to kill her next and oh. then um hangs up the phone and then he's arrested <laughs> <laughs> ah, it's so interesting because i it's, this, it's, this is why it's so good not watching it together because yeah. we get to see all like the different choices that we've made. Twice as, as many, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, that's so cool. And it's it's so interesting that there are so many different options and they all kind of lead to the same result. You right. know, that he after he's killed his father, he gets arrested for it. But there's only the one, at least as far as what we've both come through, there's only one path where he is able to get the game out and have it be a success before he's arrested. And that's like by chopping up the body and keeping parts of it with him in the room while he finishes the the game, which is like in in a way, like the most insane behavior that, you know, he could come to would be to do that. And that's the only way he can get the game out successfully. And in a way, Colin early on in the, in the show says that like, you need to do these types of things in solitude because it takes a certain level of madness to be able to do them well. Right. And so I guess that's about as mad as one can get. <laughs> it's chopping that's up your true. parent. Um, but it's kind of interesting though, like if, cause in a lot of the storylines, like the dad's just the dad and it's fine or whatever. But right. like if in the pack storylines, it's weird because like the kid, it's like when he was a kid, he was on a set. And so right. like, it was all like this elaborate sort of, um, I forget what PAX stands for, something. Um, something and control. Yeah, I can't remember. Um, but anyway, so they found out, he found out that basically it was all just this like elaborate um, thing for him to be able to, uh, or for them to test and see what these different options, what impact they have on this kid and blah, blah, blah. Right. So... Did you, did any of the storylines that you went down kind of explain why they were doing that? Was it just no. an experiment? <laughs> because like there was, didn't seem to be any reason given as to like why this kid would be being experimented on in that way, you know? No, for me, it was just sort of like happening. And I was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's oh, so interesting. Man. That's so cool. I want to watch it again. I know. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, was there any other like shocking things that I wanted to to I know mention? I'm skimming back over my notes right now to see if anything else that that I experienced is something we haven't talked about yet. Um, yeah. I just thought that like there were times earlier on um, where you're given the option to like destroy computer or palm desk kind of thing so when you early if you choose like destroy computer or spill tea on the computer early on he'll do it Mm -hmm. but if you choose to try and make him do it later on he won't do it yeah so like and 
so it's like almost like before he becomes aware that he's being controlled he'll just kind of mindlessly do it and then you just get kind of sent to forced to go back and try again kind of thing because you've destroyed all of his work at that point right but um if you try to make him destroy his work later on he won't do it he's yeah. more in like control of himself at that point yeah and i thought that was a really that's partly why this was so such an intriguing show for me is because you are sort of like mindlessly choosing these things and he's doing them and like you as a viewer you're like oh, okay well you know i i'm quote in control of his actions but like it doesn't mean anything but right. when you get to those points where like he starts resisting things like when you are in the office and you have to either like bite your nails or pull your earlobe and he like goes to do it and then like grabs his hand and like slams it on the table or yeah. like when he you say destroy computer and he ends up like not doing it right it's so interesting because i almost feel guilty <laughs> do you know what i mean because it's like yeah. he's like why are you doing this to me like what's going on and i'm like oh my god i am destroying this person's life <laughs> <laughs> it's such you a weird like, thing just for our own entertainment <laughs> <laughs> it's so interesting like what an interesting concept for a show that yeah it definitely is a very interesting concept for sure. And I think it would have been interesting even without the choose your own, you know, storyline aspects, but having the the ability to like select what happens is even more interesting. But I just keep coming back to like, we don't really have any control anyways, because even though the storylines are different, the endings are sort of the same, you know? Right, exactly. Maybe maybe the whole point is to make you question whether or not you can actually avoid your fate, you know? Right. Do your choices actually matter? Right. Which is, I think, <laughs> it's interesting because it's also just, there. I'm trying to find in my notes, because I think I wrote down a couple quotes about like that very fact, the fact that like you don't have a choice and, and all this stuff, because it's, it's exactly like what it makes you think and... Ah, it's so interesting because you are exactly you're just like, I don't really have a choice in this. Like, right. it's going to play out the way it's going to play out. And yeah, either like if you choose wrong, you're just you're not going to achieve your goal, which is to complete the video game, you know, as kind of like Stefan's quote unquote goal. Mm -hmm. And so if you choose wrong, he either just doesn't complete it. He dies or you know, something else happens where the game isn't released. But if you choose correctly, you're still going to end up at the same way where he's arrested. You know, he's lost his mind. He's killed his father and he's arrested mm -hmm. and in jail. Right. So like, you don't really have any control. But yet at the same time you do, you can kind of control how he gets there, you know. Right. Yeah, it's <sighs> it's interesting. And I think there is a question of like a level of morality to it. Like, right like what options like like for example when you either decide to throw out or flush his medication or have him take it it's kind of like you know by not having him take it you're throwing him further down the hole right but in a way you're forced to because if you choose to have him take it it's a dull ending where he's just like oh you get three out of five stars it was interesting right. but not terribly <laughs> so you know Right, like the game goes out, he doesn't kill his father, and he's just disappointed because the game doesn't get good reviews again. Yeah, so, yeah, it's so fascinating. It really is. <laughs> um, did you have, uh, 
Did you notice any other references to other Black Mirror uh, episodes or anything? I don't think that I did, but I also wasn't paying a lot of yeah. attention for them, like on my watch throughs of it. I think about when I watch it through again, I will pay more attention mm-hmm. to stuff like that. But I was just so like into the storyline itself that I wasn't trying to find other references. Right. So did you? Yeah, I'll just mention a couple that I saw. Like aside from the white bear symbol, uh, there are at least three for me like salient ones and two of them are in the video games that are released by Tuckersoft because one of them is Nosedive which oh, is the yeah. first episode we talked about for Black Mirror and the second one is Metalhead which is that black and white episode oh okay mm-hmm. yeah I didn't even think about the name of that episode and yeah. I don't remember but I wonder if the picture on Metalhead actually looks like the dogs from the episode. I can't remember. Oh, it probably does. Uh, and then, <laughs> it has to. <laughs> yeah. And then the only other thing I noticed that I can see right now in my uh, notes was that the hospital he went to was called St. Juniper, <laughs> which must be for San Junipero. Right. You yeah. Know? Um, so it's like, ooh. Gosh, the creators of this show are just amazing. It's so cool. Like, I love those little, like, callbacks to to the different shows yeah um oh the last thing or maybe not last but like another thing i wanted (laughs) to talk about was uh there's apparently a secret or semi-secret uh post-credit uh scene where colin is riding in the car or in the bus but instead of choosing um you getting to choose what music he listens to he pulls out a tape that says bandersnatch um what is it like uh i forget what it says bandersnatch mm, uh i can't think of words but anyway <laughs> he like <laughs> i didn't get this ending <laughs> and it says by stefan whatever his last name is and he like tucks it put, puts it in but instead of music it plays sort of like this modem sound like oh. an internet dial-up sound and i was like how peculiar like and I thought nothing of it. But then earlier I was looking through a website to see if there were any um, sort of hidden uh, endings that I didn't see just so that we could right. talk about them. And it says that the secret ending Easter egg is actually like if you put it through a machine. Let me see. Uh, let's see. This It turns out the sound is actually data. And the tape is for a ZX Spectrum computer. Uh, which is what he's making his game on. And so if you run it through an emulator, which is like a thing that allows you to play games on old consoles that no longer exist, it actually generates a QR code that looks that has the uh, white bear symbol in it. Oh my god. And if you scan it with your uh, phone or whatever, it takes you to a hidden page uh, on the Tuckersoft website. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and it shows you like all the different covers for uh, the games that were released through Tuckersoft, like Metalhead and um, Nosedive. And apparently, if you have an emulator for that system, that console, you can actually download Nosedive and have it as a game. Oh, that's so awesome. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, what? This is like the craziest thing. But yeah, it takes you to a page, Tuckersoft.net, and you can see um, all the different things. And just because we were wondering, Metalhead. The dog does look like the dog from from the thing. Okay. Of course it does. Yeah. So, uh, During... and, and there's also uh, a game on there that's called White Bear. So, oh. <laughs> <laughs> they're really just tying everything together with us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
Um, when you were watching, at any point, did you not make a decision? Like when it came up with the two oh. options, did you just not select one and see what happens? I didn't. I did because <gasps> I was wondering, like, yeah. what happens if you don't make a choice? And it'll just make one for you. Oh, okay. So, like, in theory, you could watch... Um, Bandersnatch from start to finish without making a single choice and see which ones they would have like pre-selected for you through the whole thing. Interesting. I wonder if it's like a random, still a random generator or if it like has a pre-selected path for those that who just I don't, don't choose. I don't know for sure on that because I didn't, right. I didn't, I didn't watch it from start to finish without making any decisions, but there were sometimes like when I was on my rewatches and I couldn't decide, I would just like let it pick one for me. <laughs> Interesting. Okay. So I have one question. It doesn't pertain directly to the show, okay. um, but it's like, what if there was like for you in your life, if you could go back and undo something, <sighs> is there anything that you would choose to go back and select differently on? Wow. This is quite a question. I know. I have one ch one answer really? for me that popped to mind. Oh, wow. <laughs> when I when I was six years old, <laughs> <laughs> I made the decision to jump off a swing, and I broke both of my arms and damaged a lot of other areas of my body. <laughs> and I would go back in time and choose not to do that. That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> because I feel like I wouldn't have an inch like a wrist that I have to wear a brace on all the time. I wouldn't have issues with my back, you know, like it would just be a less painful version of myself. <laughs> True. <laughs> but then the thing is, is that one has to wonder where, where that would lead you now. Like I we know. think it's inconsequential, but would it have like sort of severe... I feel impact. like it might have like led me to doing like sports in school mm. maybe then, like things like that where you know, I wouldn't, things that I was yeah. always avoided doing because of like my wrist specifically. Oh man. And could you imagine like if you had grown up to be like a sporty person? <laughs> like, How... like I just grew up to be like a tennis player. Or something. Yeah. I could see you playing <laughs> tennis for sure. As like an old lady. <laughs> in, in like the white skirt and the like yeah. everything you need. <laughs> like in the 70 year old version of myself. Yeah. <laughs> Wow. No, I can't think of it. You don't have to have a decision. That's okay. okay. I'll continue contemplating this over life, but I... <laughs> <laughs> that was just something that occurred to me. Like if if you got to the end and you could go back and undo something, would you? And if you would, what would it be? Man, I yeah, I don't know. Like I mean, it's probably not really a choice or a question that you would necessarily have an answer to right now as yeah. a twenty nine year old individual right. <laughs> who is not at the end of his life. <laughs> right. <laughs> Your storyline is just the beginning. You're still just choosing between frosty flakes and, you know, sugar puffs right now in your life. <laughs> True. This is very much that point. Until, um, that's an interesting question. Uh, yeah, I don't have an answer now, but I will continue to think about it. But um, if uh, you out there, dear listener, have uh, something that you would like to tell us about what choice you would change to go back, would you choose sugar puffs instead of frosty flakes, for example? <laughs> Um, you can go ahead and let us know at NNO Podcast. <laughs> or if you have come to a different ending in the show that we haven't discussed that you think is very interesting, feel free to let us know by emailing us at navigatingnetflixoriginals at gmail.com. There you go. 
any final remarks on the episode or I guess movie? I mean, definitely if you've made it this far in the podcast, definitely go and watch it. Um, and if you've only watched it once, watch it again, change your choices up and experience some of the different endings because it's definitely something that is worth watching more than once yeah. or at least once. If you haven't seen it at all. <laughs> yeah, and as you were saying earlier, even if this ends up not being your jam, it's really an interesting process to go through because we've all sort of heard of or had some interaction with choose your own adventure type stuff. But for me, this is the first time, or maybe it's the first time in existence that there's this sort of like streaming, you know, sort of right. incorporation of the elements. So it's sort of like a it's a different sort of viewing experience. So Right. Yeah. Kind of Much more interactive. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we will hopefully be back next week for you guys. Um, we're gonna try and get more back into the habit of doing a once a week podcast again. Yeah. But no promises on our part. <laughs> <laughs> um and also no Kurt idea as to what next week's episode will be <laughs> yeah so uh maybe we'll continue with some more black mirror um if you guys have a preference for something that you'd really like us to watch please please do let us know we are very open very much open to uh watching different things uh we sort of have um a similar taste in a lot of ways and stuff we watch <laughs> and maybe that doesn't really drive with what you want us to discuss and that's totally fine we're willing to to compromise our integrity well, way. and also <laughs> just there's so much on Netflix that are right. Netflix originals now that it could easily be something that we would be interested in, but just haven't come across yet. Exactly. So definitely we have not received an email from any of you yet. And we know that you are downloading our podcast because we can check those statistics. Yes, we so, can. So <laughs> email us, hit us up on Twitter, let us know what you want us to talk about or, you know, just say hi. We'll read your email on the air just for fun. Yes, you will. And uh, <laughs> before we uh, call it a day, since we did mention um, that we can see people. Uh, <laughs> we can see you. We can see We are you. watching you. <laughs> um, I just wanted to give a quick shout out to some of the different areas where people have been downloading stuff from. So uh, to our world listeners, thanks. Uh, <laughs> To uh, the world, thank you, <laughs> and good night. <laughs> As one can expect, uh, the majority of our downloads are still from the U.S., about 41% of them so far, uh, but from December 31st to January now. And <laughs> January now. <laughs> but we've had some listeners uh, from uh, Korea, so shout out to you guys, from the Russian Federation, from the oh. U.K., uh, from India, Canada, Switzerland, Vietnam, Brazil, and it just continues. So Ireland, wow. Mexico, Ukraine, Japan, Australia, Bangladesh, Belgium, Germany, Malta, Malaysia, Norway, Philippines, Sweden, Thailand, so Denmark, we know Morocco, we're Portugal. Out there listening to us. <laughs> <laughs> Taiwan. Like so uh, a lot of those are ones and twos for downloads. But shout out um, to every country. <laughs> but shout out to everyone for listening. We really appreciate it. And as we said, we would love to hear what you guys would like us to download or to download what you guys would like <laughs> us to discuss next time. Uh, so we hope to hear from you. So once again, you can do that on Twitter at NNO Podcast. Or hit us up at navigating Netflix Originals at gmail.com. All right. And we will see you, or you will hear us, rather. And we will see you <laughs> <Yes>. later. <laughs> Goodbye. Bye.